The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Dr. Richard Ruling is a former medical professional, missionary and the author of How It All Ends. He combines his medical expertise and biblical insights to explore the intersection of health, prophecy and geopolitics in this thought-provoking book. And Dr. Ruling is on the line with us here. How are you today? It's great to be with you, Toby. Thank you for the privilege and honour. So what was it that inspired you to write this book, How It All Ends? I'm seeing that uh, in the Bible, Amos 3, 7, and 8, that God says he won't do anything without revealing it, which means that there's a lot revealed that we're not seeing, okay? In fact, even in the last letter to the last church in Revelation 3, verse 17, it says you're blind and naked, uh, speaking of the pastors, okay? Agalos is the Greek word for messenger. Uh, the pastors are the messenger to the church, and they are, the angels are not, it's badly translated angels, but uh, angels are not blind and naked, but uh, pastors might be, you know, and they are the messengers to the church. So, uh, and that's where the meaning of agalos is, is messenger. So I'm seeing that, um, uh, I I will give you an example of uh, later on uh, how um, Christendom is divided over wrong issues, it seems like to me. And anyway, uh, but let let me let it unfold uh, as you want to. (laughs) Yes. Well, the book explores the connection between the biblical end times and the involvement of Muslims particularly in light of Christ's warning for Jerusalem. So are you able to elaborate on that connection? Yes. When Christ was asked about the end of the world in Matthew 24, and I'm giving text so that people want to stop your video or whatever, they can record it and uh, listen to the text to see the proof of what I'm saying. I'm not just shooting the breeze. Yeah. Um, Matthew 24th chapter is about signs of the end of the world. When the, the disciples asked, what's the sign of it and of, uh, of the end of the world? He, he gave a number of signs and mentioned in verse 15, the book of Daniel, to read and understand it. And in Daniel 8th chapter, there is a political cartoon uh, of, a, of a ram and a goat, a conflict. And we use political cartoons, you know, Russia's the bear and the U.S. is the eagle and that kind of yeah. thing. But uh, uh, this conflict, uh, the um, ram is pushing from the Middle East, 
and Muslims take the ram as a special thing because uh, they believe they're descendants of Ishmael, who was spared by a ram sacrifice. So it's very appropriate for Daniel to use this uh, imagery to represent in, in Daniel 8.20, the kings of Media and Persia are today Iraq and Iran. And we have already done Iraq, okay? We have broken the horn or the king of Iraq, which was Saddam. He's gone. So sometimes people say, well, prophecy was written later just to fit the thing. Well, they how could they lie 2,000 years? You know, uh, it was Daniel saw it and, and, and we did Iraq. And uh, the question is, what makes us angry to go against Iran? Because uh, we don't want war with Iran. Uh, Iraq was bad. We left men and equipment over there. It looked like stupid stuff, you know, when they did that uh, recently, I guess, <laughs> a few years ago. But, uh, it, you know, it wasn't in the first administration before. But anyway, never mind that. I would just say um, uh, the imagery of, of why does the ram, uh, does the goat get angry to fight and, and break uh Iran is seen elsewhere in Zechariah 14. It's a, it's the next to the last book in the Old Testament, and it says uh, in verse 14:1, "The day of the Lord comes." Now that is misunderstood by a lot of ministers as his coming in the sky. But uh, it it's five times in the book of Joel, but no second coming. If you read the book of Joel, you can't see where Christ comes in the sky. But five references to the day of the Lord, and uh, one of them, for instance, I'll give you an example from uh, uh, is in the the very first chapter, the day of the Lord in verse 15 is in the context of uh, verse 3 and 4. You tell your children, let them tell their children, and them another generation. And the biblical generation is 40 years. It says in Hebrews 3, 9 and 10, God bore the rebellious generation of Israel 40 years in the wilderness. So four times 40 is 160. So uh, I'm seeing the timelines as fitting this year. What happened 160 years ago? It was Abraham Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation that he uh, that he uh, gave to make uh, equality for black people as well as white people. Nobody, you shouldn't uh, let the slaves go, slaves, uh, go free, okay? Well, racial strife is on an end, you know, right now. Uh, I mean, racial racial uh, equality, there's, there's more and more racial slurs and this and that, and, uh, you know, and we're wondering what in the world is happening to America? Well, that's the uh, verse four. Uh, after you tell your children and then tell their children another generation, it says what the canker worm has eaten and left, the palmer worm has left, uh, eaten and left. And what the palmer worm's left, the, 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 the canker worm. And the palmer worm, the locust, the caterpillar, four, four generations of insects, and there's nothing left. Well, I think there's, there's nothing left of, of some of the things the pioneers stood for in equality, and uh, we're facing big trouble in America, basically. So uh, the timing seems good. Uh, actually, in, in 2015, there were a bunch of signs that pointed to this year, 2023. The sun was darkened and the moon turned to blood before the day of the Lord. It says in Joel 2.31, there's one of those references to the day of the Lord. And uh, there was a rare solar eclipse on the equinox, followed by a blood moon on Passover, the Jewish day of, uh, of judgment in 2015. And uh, the Iran nuclear deal it, in First Thessalonians 5, uh, it says uh, in verse 2 and 3, the day of the Lord comes as a thief in the night when they're saying peace and safety, sudden destruction is coming. Well, 
the Iran nuclear deal is peace and safety. It's just talk. Iran hasn't honored that. They're trying to go after uh, the big bomb, etc. So uh, these are signs that I think were a seven-year warning. When Joseph was in Egypt, he gave Pharaoh a seven-year warning. He says there's going to be seven good years and then seven of famine because Pharaoh had a dream of seven fat cows eaten up by seven lean cows and seven fat ears of corn eaten up by seven lean ears of corn. So famine is coming. And I, I believe uh, uh, the seven-year warning is appropriate from 2015. It would go through 2022. And I thought this spring would have been huge, but, uh, you know, with, with events. But uh, the biblical year actually begins in the spring. It doesn't begin in January and end in, in December. So uh, I still, I'm not dead in the water yet. <laughs> and I, and si since uh, that, um, a month ago, Hamas has attacked uh, Israel, you know, and it's escalating. It's getting bigger. In fact, I saw a headline recently, uh, 61 um, attacks on U.S. facilities uh, in the past month. And and that's that doesn't sound like it's melting away, you know, to me. Uh, I would just say I believe that we're going to see Zechariah 14, the nations will be gathered against Jerusalem. In fact, Erdogan, president of Turkey, has appealed for that, he, uh, for 57 Muslim nations to siege Israel. And he, uh, he said Jerusalem was our city as part of the Ottoman Empire. Well, that was 100 years ago, but they're wanting to resurrect uh, history uh, and, and get it again. So uh, I just say, you know, uh, all bets are off, but I believe the Bible reveals these things ahead of time because God knows the end from the beginning. He says in Isaiah 46, verse 10, for anybody who wants to look it up, and in the previous chapter, he proves it. And I want to, for anybody that's atheistic and doesn't believe there's a God, I'd like to just suggest looking at uh, Isaiah 45, one first verse god names cyrus a hundred years before he was born and told how he would conquer babylon when two river gates would be left open the previous verse is talking about rebuilding uh, jerusalem the temple and so on so uh, how did this play out cyrus knew nothing about uh this prophet isaiah and jerusalem uh but that daniel was taken captive 70 years earlier when jerusalem was conquered by babylon and here comes cyrus to conquer to conquer babylon and um he diverted the river Euphrates into a reservoir and at night marched under the wall of Babylon and he discovered two gates left open. So when Daniel showed him the ancient writings from the prophet Isaiah, Cyrus was impressed. He he uh, let Israel, uh, he freed them from bondage and, and helped pay their way back to their homeland because he was that impressed. He wanted to cooperate with his destiny because the gates were left open and he conquered Babylon without any loss of life. So to me, that's that's huge, uh, as well as Iraq today. I mean, you know, they didn't. Uh, sometimes they say, well, they wrote those things later. Well, they they couldn't write Iraq later because we've had a Bible around for uh, hundreds of years since uh, King James version in 1611. So anyway, <laughs> that's that's just. I believe there is a God. How, I know from, as a physician, um, the Bible, the body is so complex it could not evolve. Uh, in fact, uh, the the most famous atheist of um, uh, of the past century, Anthony Flew, PhD from Oxford University, wrote a book, There Is No God, until he discovered the complexity of the DNA molecule that it could not possibly have evolved uh, uh, chemically, me molecules bumping into each other and forming the, the double helix uh, thing that it makes us who we are by our inheritance from our parents. Uh, and he rewrote the book, There Is a God. Okay, 
because because uh, and, and he was the most vocal atheist of the last century. Anyway, uh, I want to get on of the Bible because to me it's it's that the Bible is huge in what it's showing us, and I believe that what I've just told you is coming this coming spring. And if you see Jerusalem compassed with armies, that was Christ saying, "When you see that, you know its desolation is nigh." But the, the Jerusalem represented God's people, and I believe there's going to be persecution in this country also, uh, and not not just not Jews. It may be uh, fundamental Christians who are uh, against the new world order because the new world order is uh, a UN deal, and I don't think it's a good deal from the Bible standpoint. But I won't go there right now. Yeah. Well, in the book, you emphasize the importance of being informed and ready. So, how do you suggest readers apply these insights from the book to stay informed? and be prepared for maybe some unfolding events that could occur? Good for you. Good question. <laughs> uh, and it really depends on really what's coming. You know, if you're going to run an, uh, a marathon in the Olympics, you don't train by lifting weights. You do it by running, you know. And if we understand what's coming, uh, we can get tuned in better. And I'm seeing that uh, Christians, I mentioned this earlier, are divided over issues that they don't even see right. And they, uh, there are half of Christians who think we're going to be snatched to heaven. They call it a rapture. And there's another half of Christians who uh, think that we got to wait s- uh, seven years through all the trouble, and then we're going to be ready for heaven. And neither one is right as I see it, okay? And I'm going to tell you the ancient history that fits with parallel for us, okay, at U.S. as Egypt in the Bible, because uh, uh, Israel went down to Egypt in a time of famine. Joseph interpreted the Pharaoh's dreams, and, and Pharaoh said, well, you're, you're so smart you be vice president and and uh joseph said let's store up the grain for seven years so we can survive the next seven so uh his parents came down his i mean his dad and his brothers came down in the time of famine they didn't have food up in israel Uh, by the way this was partly the imagery of daniel 11th chapter the king of the north king of the south Uh, the idea was that babylon meda persia greece and rome all came down through the holy land israel to fight Egypt, the king of the south. And it was an abusive situation. You know, soldiers coming through your country, taking your food, maybe sleeping with your daughters or whatever, you know, bad deal. And so but it's uh, the king of the north, king of the south, the running scenario through history. But in the time of the end, it says the king of the north overflows. And I'm seeing uh, that that Babylon uh, is false religions today, and the I believe this country was formed by uh, Protestants fleeing the old world to get to freedom in the new world, where they made a constitution that we could all be free. You don't have to burn at the stake if you have a Bible in your home or something like that, which was historically a fact, but it's hidden today. Uh, but if you read Fox's Book of Martyrs or certain books, um, it was bad news because the papacy does the same things as the Muslims. In fact, the Muslims got it from the papacy. They sent crusades down there to kill the Muslims and so on. Anyway, bottom line is, uh, and, and and this is not about, uh, I'm, I don't hate Catholics. I have had several, half a dozen very good friends, Catholics, fine Christians, but the, I'm talking about secret societies. When John F. Kennedy talked about uh, the idea of secret societies as repugnant, he was dead a week later uh, when he, uh, you know, so the, the, the high up government leaders of uh, the CIA and the uh, Homeland Security, one, one run, a, a nun who'd been raped called it Homeland Security, but 
but I just say uh, lots of bad stuff were happening, and and Protestant pastors as well. They they don't all control themselves, and they have affairs with this or that. Uh, you know, but the Bible is not a, uh, favorable to those things. And uh, I just say the Bible reveals what's coming, and uh, it includes a another Exodus type of event. God punished Egypt for enslaving Israel and throwing their babies in the river. And today, America has enslaved most people in alcohol, tobacco, drugs. I'm a retired physician, but I say medical care is a form of bondage. If you have to go to the doctor every month and get a a blood test or a prescription to help your symptoms, um, not good. You know, it is bondage uh, and it's costly. And and really, uh, I'll give you another example. The British Medical Journal reported 73% less severity for healthcare workers who got COVID, but who ate a plant-based diet. Vegan. Okay. And so uh, why does the CDC lie to us and say personal immunity is not good enough? They should be researching this stuff and telling us, eat a, eat a, eat less sugar too. I, I had caught the flu one time when I was working emergency room. And usually the flu comes after the holidays when there's been so much uh, cookie cakes, candy, and uh, uh, rich diets that, that people catch the flu. And uh, the, the, the little white cells that fight infect, infection and, and germs will swell up and get lazy and they won't fight the germs when they eat all that sugar and stuff. So, uh, and we're coming up to that time again. So this is a warning for your your audience to go easy, um, drink some orange juice or something, but (laughs) take it easy. Uh, Anyway, Egypt enslaved people through. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information, and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
their babies in the river. We've thrown 63 million babies in the trash can. We're worse than Egypt, this Christian nation, supposedly. So we're going to get judgment too. Basically, if God is fair, he has to judge us. And we're beginning to see the troubles. You know, it, it is it is on its way. Uh, and how exactly should we say it will come? When Muslims um, attack Jerusalem and take the city, it says in, in Zechariah 14, verse 2, uh, the city will be taken, the houses rifled, the women ravished, half the city goes into captivity. That's bad news. But those Muslims will celebrate their mosque and um, the Quran, which says Allah has no son. When suddenly the Lord is going to roar from Jerusalem, the heavens and earth will shake. And this, this will, everybody in the world, I think, will know that something big and different has happened and we're in a different era. We are in the day of the Lord, the end time period. In fact, that phrase day of the Lord is first found in Isaiah 2 verse 12. And in verse 19 and 21, they both say that God is going to shake terribly the earth. And I believe that's this spring. And I'll tell you specifically why and when. Uh, it's hidden when, uh, you know, bad translations have uh, have hidden it, but I'm going to help explain it now. There are two second comings in Matthew 24th chapter, verse 30. Christ comes in power and glory. And a chapter later, in the middle of chapter 25, verse 31, he comes in power and glory. And between it are seven parables that point to to the second month in spring as a provision. I call it a 9-11 provision uh, because it's number, you know, if God knows the end from the beginning, maybe he put this warning in Numbers 9, verse 10 and 11. He knew 9-11, every American should get this, okay? So pay attention, everybody on the audience. Um, it, it provides for Passover as a time of judgment. In Egypt, you know, death fell on the Egyptians, but the, the uh, Israelites were watching and praying that uh, they were supposed to eat the Passover lamb and leave nothing till morning. Watching means be awake. They were awake that night. And Christ asked his disciples on the eve of Passover when he had the Last Supper, He hours later, he said, watch with me. Couldn't you watch one hour? In other words, be awake. The Greek word Gregorio means be awake. So uh, that's what Passover, if we're observing it. But there are two reasons why it was delayed till later. If an Israelite took a trip to, uh, to a long country or something far away uh, and couldn't get back, they were not excused. Passover meant judgment. They were to observe it a month later in the second spring month, not April, but May. Okay. And uh, the point is also, uh, as the days of Noah, Christ said, when he said, no man knows the day of uh, day or hour, but as the days of Noah. Well, the flood came with, with Passover timing, but in the second spring, spring month again. Why? Because Noah had contact with a dead body. He buried Methuselah, his grandfather, who died as a sign the flood was coming. Methuselah's name meant when he dies, it will come. And the, the people thought Noah was crazy because it never rained, but it sure did then, you know, and the Grand Canyon is a proof that there must have been a lot of water sometime back, you know, if you, and I'm in that state, by the way, Arizona. So uh, I, I would just say, um, God knows the end from the beginning. He's declared it. And he, Christ gave parables like when, when five women missed the wedding, he said, watch, the, the bad translation is you don't know. And they interpret that as nobody will ever know. When in reality, he was the word Aido means be aware, consider, perceive, understand. He was saying you don't understand to his disciples because it's like a man traveling to a far country. The reason they didn't understand was because it was having that provision. It wasn't regular Passover. It was a month later. And I got interesting news for you because uh, 
in this, if you were to Google dark day, that, those two words, dark day, you will discover that historically May 19 in 1780 was a unexplainably dark day. Cows came in from the field. Chickens went to roost. People in midday, I mean, this was midday. They had to uh, light a lamp to read outside. And the point is that, that uh, uh, New Englanders who were Christians thought that was a sign Christ was coming soon. A sign, uh, uh, you know, it says in Joel 2.31, the sun will be darkened, the moon turned to blood before the day of the Lord. Well, uh, he didn't come for a couple hundred years, but 200 years later, on the anniversary date, there was a dark day. The day before was Mount St. Helens eruption in, in the northwest uh, of the United States, and overnight, wind carried the uh, volcanic ash over three states, so that May 19, 1980 was a dark day over three states. And, you know, that is that can only, you know, uh, some people say, oh, that's just a coincidence. Well, they don't want to believe in the Bible, okay? But uh, as someone else, Einstein, in fact, Albert Einstein said, a not, uh, coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous. Well, why would God want to remain anonymous? I'll tell you why, okay? I'll give you a personal experience I had that um, when I was in medical training, I remarked to my wife one morning as she was standing standing on a cold floor with bare feet, honey, you should have slippers on. And I didn't say, she was busy and I was busy, but a minute later, our son, five years old, comes running with mama's slippers. And it did me so much good to see him doing that voluntarily. He didn't, he didn't, wasn't told to do it. He just did it of his own. Now I could have said, I'm going to beat you if you don't get mama's slippers. That would give me no joy. You know, I'm a big guy. Uh, how big is that to beat a little kid for, for you know, uh, it, but to see it happen spontaneously, God is like that. He doesn't want to beat us and, and uh, prove himself to us that he's gonna we're, we're gonna burn or this or that but he wants it he i think he made monkeys so that people that didn't want to believe in him could believe they came from a monkey you know i i, I really uh, uh, he wants an out he wants people to do what they want but if we're wise we'll see that his rules are real and good and fair if we lie cheat and steal we're not happy people and it, it doesn't make good for society either for that kind of stuff so the ten commandments were a great reason for his kingdom he says if you keep my covenant you'll be a kingdom and kingdom means dominion of a king. He has wise rules, but they're voluntary. He's not going to beat us to death as soon as we make a mistake. In fact, it says he, times of ignorance, he's winking. He, he's been winking a lot at our ignorance. But during this time of the next seven years, I think we better get it. We better want to do the right thing. And uh, God help me. Uh, and, and we can do it with his help. We can't do it without his help is the idea. So uh, that's my, my take on the thing. But I got to get back to May 19 now, because next spring... It's unique because the papal Gregorian calendar has messed up the, the God's calendar when a new moon meant a new month. But the beginning of February and March and April isn't the, a new moon. That new moon can happen in the middle of the month, the 3rd or the 13th day or the 23rd day. It's any old time with the Gregorian calendar. They messed up God's uh, marking uh, the importance of a new moon, which ties in with his God's calendar of when things are going to happen. Because in Leviticus 25, Passover is when judgment falls. God says, I will execute judgment on, that was in Exodus 12, 12, by the way. And and that night, uh, verse 42 says, it was night of the Lord. That's the only phrase once, but day of the Lord is 25 times, and I think it's 25 times bigger, time of judgment. So, uh, but what I'm saying is next spring, it happens, the, the um, May 19 happens to fall on the day that Noah entered the ark. 
And that was a decision time for those people. And when Noah went in and the people said, no, I don't want to go in. And Noah was inviting people, come in, be saved. Well, they they, they thought he was crazy and they, they didn't want to get laughed at. Well, uh, a few days later, they, they were beating on the door wanting to get in, okay, because it was raining. The windows of heaven opened and the fountains of the deep opened up and water was rising. So, uh, you know, I would just say uh, this coming spring, May 19, it will be a, a choice. And, and in my opinion, Israel left Egypt, I think we ought to get out of cities because I heard a guy talking on home. He was deputy director of Homeland Security, Jonathan Hollerman, I think, if I remember right. And he is a survival specialist. He said he, he lectured pilots who get down behind enemy lines how to survive. And the survival literature shows that if there is an EMP attack, he's been amazed that we haven't had one, by the way. He said it'd be so easy for some foreign country to blast off a nuclear thing high above our sky anywhere. They didn't have to hit the city even. But uh, it would wipe out the transformers coast to coast if it was in the middle of of this country uh, high enough. And so uh, uh, the point is that that without transformers, you cannot pump gas to those truckers who are bringing food to your city. And it's going to be, his estimate is 90 percent of people in city will die. There'll be gangs roaming the streets and there will be martial law, no freedom, etc. I say uh, take a vacation on, on May 18. Uh, you know, get out of town and get out of Dodge or, or 19. But uh, don't wait uh, to see what's going to happen, because when the the uh, people before the flood w- waited to see what happened, it wasn't good. I'd say believe God, and uh, and what I'm saying, I'm bidding my life uh, and my money. Uh, it takes a little money to talk to you. Thank you very much. But anyway, that's that's the uh, essence of this. And I thank you for. I don't know how much time we have. How have we done so far? Okay, we've got a little bit more time. That we can, okay. Yeah. Well, I've I've covered quite a bit, but uh, for, if people want to get a good book um and and in the book by the way it's i told you how that um the british medical journal reported 73 percent less severity with covid on a, a vegan diet uh, I have a video of 88 minutes. It's worth if if there, if there are people in uh, in your audience who are diabetic or have blood pressure, cholesterol, heart problems, whatever. That diet will reverse most disease. Uh, Cleveland Clinic's cardiologist, Dr. Esselstein, is is reporting on that. And uh, prescription drugs are dangerous. I mean, I, I'm telling you now, as as I I was board certified in internal medicine. I had a year of cardiology before teaching at Loma Linda University. I know health better than 99% of doctors. And um, I'm telling you, if you had a COVID shot, don't get another one because it's dangerous. And my former wife uh, got a bladder infection. Uh, She tried herbs and got a little impatient and went to her doctor for a prescription because I had retired. And uh, she didn't, after three days, she didn't need the prescription anymore. She was okay. But months later, she got a rash under her skin. She, uh, I said, you should see your doctor for a blood test. He did. He called her the, urgently the next morning, referring her to a hematologist who uh, put her in the hospital, did a bone marrow exam. No platelets in the bone marrow. He took out her spleen, still not better, treated her with high steroids and transfusions until she died of a stroke. From an antibiotic, she took three days. And uh, I remarried a woman who was a nurse. But her husband also died in intensive. This was an intensive care where he died uh, after getting the same antibiotic IV. So I wouldn't, you know, I'm saying medical people think, oh, that's the other guy. Those statistics don't apply to me. Sooner or later, uh, the the chickens come home to roost. And it's a bad situation for taking drugs when you could reverse that with diet and eat well. I'm I'm talking to you now. I will be 82 a couple, three months from now. Uh, So uh, I would just say, 
um, you know, I'm in excellent health. And it's because as I grew up frying my own hamburgers and eggs and, th- and it fill- finishing off a lot of ice cream. But uh, I was sickly also uh, uh, until uh, in, in um, high school, college, I, I changed my diet. I've been a vegetarian most of my life and I've done it well. And I wouldn't, I, I've had teachers um, two years ago, a teacher of mine, and uh, he was uh, a heart surgeon. He actually uh, uh, took a team around to certain countries and did heart surgery for little babies that needed it. And um, but he died at 104 vegan. He, t- he helped train other doctors, surgical residents until he was 95 wow. uh, in, in surgery. Now, that's that's <laughs> yeah. Wow is right. <laughs> That's that's better than I am. Anyway, uh, uh, but let me say, get get my book. Oh, what I was going to say is this video that has 88 minutes of really good stuff for anybody that's that's got health problems or their family does or their friends do. They uh, they they get that link in my book if they buy a a uh, how it all ends the book that you said. It's only two ninety nine. Uh, the I I put the link in my book and my book they get the book as well. Okay, that explains uh, these things that they ought to read and at the end get another book. Okay, because we're talking about destiny. Things are important, uh, and and the wedding parables. Uh, in the in Luke's wedding parable, we can be ruler over all that he has. Since my name is ruling, I really want to understand how that happens. I think <laughs> I do, and I don't think the pastors usually arguing over pre-trib or post-trib rapture uh, understand the wedding parables. Because really, when God took Israel to, from Egypt to Sinai for a covenant. He later said, I'm married to you. He was regarding the covenant as a marriage. And we're going to need to make a covenant to be there. And that's my other book that they ought to get after they get uh, How It All Ends. Well, where are we able to find the book? Amazon.com. I I do have a website, Health, Happiness, and Destiny. It's in the process. Um, You know, I'm sorry. It should be better. You know, you ask somebody from Fiverr and they're overseas and uh, it's one thing after another. But anyway, uh, three words everybody wants health happiness destiny.com click on the about uh link at the top about about health happiness and destiny and there there's some information there or go to amazon.com type in my name last name is ruling spelled with an h r-u-h-l-i-n-g and uh, look at my books and uh, get what might appeal to you it's they're all cheap I'm, I'm, I'm not this is not about making money for me i just i, I i'm burdened to give the information to people that's why my digital copies are all like two ninety nine or something. It's it's not. They're not expensive because uh, uh, I just want everybody to get it. But if you if you like a soft cover, they, they all, paper, ink, and postage always cost uh, Amazon. In fact, even the video, the DVD that I I have free on the link, Amazon charges nine uh, nine seventy something plus four dollars shipping. So you can see that I'm giving you a something that would cost you. on Amazon, but I've got the link free to it in my book on page seven, on page seven of How It All Ends. Well, many thanks for talking to us today. It's been great to have you on the show. Well, it's good to talk to you. Thank you so much, Toby, and God bless you. And uh, let's study the Bible a little more. You know, the the TV is baloney. You know, I, I, I have never owned a TV in my adult life. I was told that if it's important news, you'll hear about it. But, uh, you know, it, it and, and the Internet has news, too. But the those love stories and uh, violent programs and things like that, our kids are learning it and then they're shooting somebody else. So don't go there. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribben Show. 